You're listening to the Take Him With You podcast with Rick and Amy on the Stitcher Radio Network. Hey everybody, it's episode number 258 of the Take Him With You podcast. For February 2nd, 2014, I'm Rick. And I'm Amy. Stick around. Well, everybody, welcome to the podcast. The podcast, huh? It's the podcast. <laughs> How about our weekly podcast? Our weekly podcast. Yeah. Some like sports enthusiast. <laughs> yeah, well, we were today. Mm. We'll talk about that in a yeah, minute. Yeah, it was pretty exciting. <clears throat> I thought it was, I got a real kick out of um, something I heard this week. What did you hear this week? Well, I have some new friends uh, named Sean and Bridget Vanderloo. Uh They do a podcast called The Rusted Robot Podcast. Yeah, I think you did some intros or... Yeah, did some stuff for them. Music beds for them We've been talking back and forth about stuff. They like like robots. I do too. Mm -hmm. Well, anyway, um, they interviewed a famous Star Trek author. And at the very beginning of their show... They talked about how um, they just assumed that he knew who I was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so they were talking all about the podcasts that I do and all this different stuff. <coughs> and this famous guy goes, who? <laughs> <laughs> he never heard of me in his life. Well, it's probably because he hadn't gone to the Klingon opera in in um, Rockford, no, he wouldn't Illinois know who I was to, from a whole other. But anyway, I got Star this Trek huge. Parodies. I got this huge kick out of it because they see they just started this new podcast of theirs. Go to the Rusted is how you get a hold of them. Can you can you listen on Stitcher? Yeah, to they're their on Stitcher podcast? as well. The Rusted Robot Podcast. Okay. You can uh, anyway. What was I saying? Oh, okay. So so. Uh, they interview him, but but they they are just now talking. We had them on the Ragtag Fugitive podcast, Chris and I did. Mm-hmm. And um, so they're like really freaking out because they're interacting with people that they listen to all the time, uh-huh. but never had talked to. Yeah. So they could actually talk back. Yeah. And uh, but it's funny because I'm not famous. We're not famous. <laughs> I mean, maybe, you know, maybe we have a few thousand people that have heard our show, but that's it. Yeah, not millions. Not millions or hundreds <laughs> of thousands or anything like that. So I anyway, I got a kick out of it and wanted to say thanks to them for being so kind. And yeah, that was That's sweet. very nice of them. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. I got a kick out of it. I was listening to their show the other night. I was busy. I've been so busy with work that I haven't seen straight. Well, and, and the great thing, because you've been doing this for, for five years now, mm-hmm. Is that when you first started doing like voiceover and music beds and you know your multimedia stuff, websites and all that? Um, you had to do auditions right and left, sometimes audition for days before you would get something. And and lately, you haven't been doing hardly any auditions because I've had work because people who've hired you before have been contacting you like almost on a daily basis hey can you do this can you do that so yeah repeat clients are an awesome thing it saves a lot of time because when you first started out well i'm, a, I'm, to I'm gonna so have to I'm, I'm gonna have some projects ending and then i've got to go drum up some more business yeah and you might have some times in the future where you do auditions for a few days again and mm-hmm. but really it's been going a lot better with um having steady work lately and that's nice yeah it helps me stay out of trouble a little bit we're being invaded <laughs> by all of our animals do you see this yeah oh we our our stripey cat is walking over your old computer system right now yes he just turned I think it on he just turned it on <laughs> yeah. and our dog walked in here with a guilty look on her face Uh-oh. and she's what did she get wagging into? her little stub of a tail and looking at me like, eh, uh, and well, licking your lips. Stripey had a hard time tonight, our, our cat, and got up on both of our laps at different times. Which is, okay, so that doesn't sound weird for a cat, but it is for him. It is for him because he's he usually a usually little bit us, aloof yeah. and kind of acts snobby and doesn't want to be bothered unless it's mealtime. 
Um, I assume his voice would be like this. Hello, Rick and Amy. I'm your cat. Take care of me. I need no, my feed food. No, feed me. Can I have some money, please? Oh, no, he wouldn't say please. Give me my money. Well, feed me my food. Feed me my food now. Scratch yeah. my ears. Mm-hmm. No, I'll bite you if you scratch there. Mm-hmm. So usually he's a little bit snobby. You but are my slaves. Worship me. But because our area of the country That's is in a, a state of celebration right now, there's been fireworks. You so bad want to talk about this. I I'm do. Just, I do. But there's She's been, got green and blue fever, everybody. I, well, it's kind of exciting. Yeah. It's kind of exciting. I actually stayed awake for the whole football game. Can I say this, though? Can I say? Sorry, it's late. I'm going to say this anyway. I don't really care about football at all. But it was our local team that went. Well, the Seattle Seahawks, we only live 100 miles west of the city of Seattle. so Southwest. Whatever, west. We live on the ocean. They live a little bit on the sound. Yeah. And um, they went to the see well they went to the Super Bowl this year yeah. and won. Yeah, I mean big time one. Yeah, it wasn't big one, time one. It was really so. embarrassing. Poor Denver Broncos. My gosh, so, Peyton Peyton Manning looked like death warmed over most of the game. So can I actually talk about it now? Then okay, that's going to be our subject tonight because I'm <laughs> I'm tired. I'm not. Yeah, we I'm can. feeling real spiritual. Can you tell? I actually um. I actually did play music in church this morning. I was going to do um, Seahawk music. Yeah. But I didn't. Like the old rugged goalposts? Well, somebody suggested oh. that. <laughs> yeah, you had a long list of... Um, Marshawn Seahawk soldiers. Yeah. Um, you had a, a long list of different... Just <laughs> a closer hawk with the... Mm-hmm. Yeah. You had a long list of them, and someone's. We had a lot. They of thought I was go, really gonna do those. They had a lot of people saying, "We want to go to your church," because they thought you were actually gonna do. Seahawks and I did something that songs. was absolutely hysterical. Your, does your mom listen to our podcast? I don't think so. She actually could because she has a Kindle Fire. Oh boy. Okay. Well, I'm gonna think... say this, Nina. Don't get mad at me, but a long time ago, she sent home with you a sweatshirt. That, that she had picked little, up at the Baptist Church garage sale. <laughs> yeah, and it had little footballs, Seahawks written across. And then somebody had cut the bottom of the sweatshirt off and put like and a... Added some fleece, Seahawks fleece. Like, like well, like fleece sweaters, uh-huh. sweatshirt or something yeah. that said Seahawks on it all the way around. And then put the rest of the sweatshirt back on. So it's really long. Cause, and the reason why we still kept it is like if we were having campfires and stuff... It was almost as long as a dress. It came clear down to my knees, so sometimes I would borrow that sweatshirt. Stay warm. To stay warm, because it was like a nice, warm, cuddly sweatshirt. And this morning, since our se- the but Seahawks you, have you've never... you've only worn it like once or twice, I think. I don't, I've never worn it. I think you've No, worn it and the Seahawks time. went to the Super Bowl, which was... So I had no Seahawk wear, because like I say, I'm not into football at all. Yeah. And I mean, I had a stocking cap that had the Seahawks emblem on it, but it was too small. It was a kid's one. So it sucked my brains out when I wore it. And that so no. <laughs> Never mind. So this morning I I found the sweatshirt or you found the sweatshirt and I wore yeah, it. Yeah, it was in to my church. closet. It was on my side of the closet. And the funny part was it was really weird looking. I don't like the sweatshirt because it just it looks really corny. And the funny part was we stopped at the grocery store afterwards to grab some snacks. Uh-huh. And when we walk in, literally almost every person that we yeah. went into the store had Seahawk garb on. Wow. And they liked my shirt. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. I actually, I had, I wore that stocking cap that you had that had the Seahawks on it. Our dog thinks we're talking to her. Do you know that? Yeah, yeah. I guess. So, um. Anyway, it was a great game, and it's funny because in the past, we haven't had the Seahawks go to the Super Bowl very often. I can only remember one other time, and they didn't win, I don't think. No. They've never won the Super Bowl. I thought, did they win back when Jim Zorn and Steve Largent were in there? They've never, I don't think so. Are you sure? Okay. I know. I, I told you. I don't know okay, anything I about football. Okay. I think this might be like the third time they've. I mean, gone, I know there's but... touchdowns, and I know there's guys that run around in funny-looking suits and kill each other. They don't. Well. Literally. Almost. Almost. Yeah. 
They might as well just add swords to the mix next year. <laughs> I think so. Well, one thing, I had just read an, a really interesting article about some of the different players. And it was really fascinating because their their kicker, it said, didn't even start playing football till 2003 and actually has a degree in neuroscience. And they had some of the players. Um, oh, what did it, where did that article go? I lost it. It was really, really an interesting article about the different backgrounds um, of the different players. And, you know, one thing I have to say as a person of faith, I was really impressed with their quarterback. He's just a young guy. He was only 25 years old, just turned 25 a couple months ago. And The youngest um, quarterback to ever be in the Super Bowl. Or maybe win the Super Bowl okay. or something. But, yeah, he's just been out of college a couple of years. Young guy. He looks like he should be playing college ball. He looks so young. But um, You keep saying that. Do you like him or something? No, I'm just saying. He I'm kind looks, of feeling weird. Honey, our son is only one year younger than, I'm I know, younger than just, him. I'm just, just saying he looks like, like a boy. Young man. But, now my wife's in love with a Seahawk. Ah, uh, no. I think some of our nieces are, though, from what I hear. But... Um, I was impressed because he had had a father that, is this going? Uh, we're on this one over here. Oh, okay. Is that recording? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I saw something freeze, so I wasn't sure. Um, his father had, the whole time he was growing up, said, well, why not you? Why can't it be you that succeeds? Why can't it be you that does good things? You know, and I thought that was really cool. And you know, he had encourages the team this year. Why can't it be us that that makes it to the Super Bowl? Why not? And it was. And they were had a fifteen and three record. Yeah, and they had like s some of the least experienced teams. They had one of the youngest teams in the in the and league. And they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, pretty they cool did success. A great story. job. And, and what I thought was cool too is that the uh, a good majority of the guys talked about their faith in God right mm -hmm. on national TV. Yeah. They didn't weren't shy about it at all. Yeah, and and that was cool. I thought that was really cool because, um, you know, the, here's the quarterback that could arguably be the best quarterback in our nation. You know, professionally, he was really good, and he was going up against another really good quarterback. You know, and he's also a believer, um, Peyton Manning. So, what do you think? Do you think God had favorites? I, you know, I don't think it, but I, I do think Do you think God that, cares who wins the Super Bowl? Not necessarily, but I do think that it was, I think that sometimes it, it helps people when they're, um, have a positive attitude and a good work ethic. And those are, are yeah. definitely principles you can find in the Bible. Sure. And, um, they definitely, you know, were, and they had an awesome coach, their coach, I thought it was interesting because they said even though this was one of uh, the youngest teams with the players being really young. He's the oldest coach, isn't is it? One, one, of the one of the older coaches. He doesn't look very old, but they said he's actually older. He's in his 60s where some of the coaches are, you know, just guys that had just recently retired right. from, you know, being players themselves. And, right. and the article I read, um, you know, their coach isn't a real big guy. He's you know, kind of not skinny, but he's a smaller guy. Mm -hmm. And uh, it and it said that he loved football at a young age and had to get permission to play football in high school because he was only 110 pounds. <laughs> and, you know, so he's a really small, wiry guy, but he just wanted to play so bad. And, you know, of course, if you're that small, you're not going to play professional ball, probably. But, yeah. but you know, he went well, on to, to be a coach and a very good coach. I do have to say, though, and again, I don't like sports. I never have. Uh -huh. And so I don't understand them and I don't watch them. <laughs> but I did watch the Super Bowl and I have watched the last few games of the Seahawks because they started to do good. Yeah. And when a team starts to do well, it's like, well, well I'll and, watch. And they're from our local area, yeah. you know. So. But I, I was more impressed, not necessarily with their ability to play, even though they, they're good at what they do. I mm -hmm. I think, no, don't get mad at me, but I think football is kind of stupid. But I have to say that 
most of them had a very inspirational story. And mm-hmm. uh, when, and when you put those stories together with these guys doing this stuff, it's like, huh, that's kind of cool. Well, and I know some people yeah. get really upset about professional athletes and how much money they make and all this stuff. But I, I, you know, I mean, this is, I mean, it is our society. It is what it pays. And yeah, they become millionaires and stuff. But if you're going to do that, mm-hmm. why not do it with class and, and be cool? And that's the other thing I thought was interesting this year. The, the halftime show was actually pretty classy. Compared to. Compared to some, some of the, of the I mean, ones in the we, past. We didn't yeah. get flipped off. Yeah. They didn't have to censor anybody's language or there were body no, parts there were no uh, malfunctioning wardrobes i think there weren't any women at all in this one so i don't there I were some, think about it. some guys with not enough clothes on but there weren't any, oh the red hot chili peppers they, there weren't any women that man they were jammed though they were shirts. so good oh but anyway bruno mars was the he the, was uh, very classy he, yeah he well did he's a just good job. he reminds me of the old um r&b yeah, bands. You he know, looks and, like it, and yet he has kind of a yeah, contemporary. It's, it's sound. real poppy, yeah. but he's but he does. I mean, he did the splits, and he did you know, and they they're bouncing Ouch. all around like you know. Yeah, like, it's pretty I, funny. They, you know what? They're all coordinated. If you really think about it, they're pretty good athletes. And a lot too. of and, yeah, you but a lot of people think about a lot of people said that the halftime the halftime show was boring. But well, I guess, I guess compared to what like we saw before. Where they were trying to be extreme shock you kind of things with yeah. stuff, maybe it was boring. But it was classier. It than was some much. Of the ones I, in the past. Well, somebody wrote on Facebook, and I thought that was really good. They said, "I actually felt I didn't feel like yuck when it yeah. was done. I actually kind of went, oh, that's kind of cool.' Yeah. And so that was kind of a, a refreshing change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bruno. It was Mars, still really cool looking with yeah. all the the he, lights he, and the Bruno fireworks. Bruno comes and, off a lot more. Classy, more sophisticated, less gross. Less I junky, know. I guess. Junky, yeah. Or trashy, trashy. or uh, what do you call it? Um, Base. Sle- sleazy. <laughs> yeah. He's not sleazy. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I you know, like I don't, I don't of... own a Bruno Mars album because yeah. it's just not. I might own that one song. Was really good. The the last one where yeah, he yeah. sang that that love song kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, that was really cool. You're amazing. You could sing it to me anytime you want. Yeah, I see John Luke right there. Oh, you're singing it to John Luke? That's a little disturbing. He's staring at me. He wore my Seahawks cap that I couldn't wear. Yeah. In my studio. Yes, yes. So yes. yeah, so that's what we we um we went to church this morning and we didn't have a very big crowd, but the people that were there were fun. And then and we stopped at church to get a few last minute things. We didn't stop at church. We actually Not, stopped I mean, at the store. At the grocery store. And, and the then we lines were forever long. I know. Everybody had gone. <laughs> I guess at nine o'clock it started getting busy at the grocery yeah, store. Everyone running a last minute run yeah. to get food before the Super Bowl. And so we picked up the stuff we needed. And then we, when we got home, um, we... Uh, Got stuff ready for the Super Bowl snacks and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and then uh, we didn't really do anything exciting. We just sat on the things and watched the. Yeah, I did make some paper cups out of newspaper for my garden <laughs> starts. All right. <laughs> and folded laundry. I know, really exciting. <laughs> well, I have to say that. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, the reason I usually watch the Super Bowl it's is for the, for the commercials. commercials. But I have to say, this year there was only like three or four that were good out of all of them, and well, I thought they were boring. I think you would pay a million dollars to show your commercial. It should be. I awesome. bet you like the Star Trek commercial. There was one with Spock and that's that was old. I've seen oh. it. Oh, you know what one was my favorite? No, I don't. Drink. Bud Light. I don't. Or Budweiser. Budweiser. I don't. The puppy drink, one. I don't drink beer, but every single year. That is the one commercial I want to look for is the one that has the Clydesdales on it. And this year, a puppy fell in love with a Clydesdale horse. And they were really, I mean, not fell in love in a weird way, but they were like best friends. Remember when the Doberman and the Chihuahua had the baby, though? That was an odd commercial. Hysterical. It was, oh, I thought it was hilarious. But I love the one where this little golden lab or something kept on coming over and visiting <coughs> this Clydesdale horse and um, and it came to the neighbor's farm and then the um, lady who 
um, had the puppies was finally found a, someone to adopt it and they started to drive off with the puppy and um, all the horses came jumping out <laughs> uh, jumping out of the fields over the fences and stopped the car <laughs> so that the, that person couldn't take their puppy away <laughs> so it was really cute Anyway, I'm, you know, a farm girl, so that was my favorite commercial. It was just adorable. Now, my favorite commercial, uh-huh. it doesn't even sound like it would be. Yeah? But it was the Cheerios commercial. Okay. Can you remember when there was this big controversy over a Cheerios commercial not not too long ago? Because... It's the same couple, okay? Because uh-huh. they were an interracial couple. Uh-huh. Now, I don't even think anything yeah, about that. Why would like, that even be? Why would some... that be a big deal? But the original commercial is a white mom Mother. and a black father who's uh-huh. asleep on the couch and the little girl asks the okay. mom if cheerios are good, good for the for heart, the heart. Uh-huh. and she says yes and so then she goes and she pours the cheerios all over dad's where his heart would be yeah all over his and, chest and then he wakes up and it's a cute commercial it's Adorable. really cute yeah but i never once thought it was controversial but i guess it was and i i didn't know there are places still in in our today. country Mm-hmm. that would actually be prejudiced like that and think that that was a bad thing. I... Well, you know, we just... So the same yeah. couple, the same uh-huh. couple and the same kid who's just darling... Adorable little girl. ...does a new mm-hmm. show or a new, a new commercial uh-huh. and she has one Cheerio for her and one Cheerio for Daddy and one Cheerio for her. For her mommy. For her mommy, yeah. Yeah, so there's three <coughs> Cheerios. She said, mm-hmm. this da- this Cheerios for you, Daddy. This mm-hmm. Cheerios for me. This Cheerios for Mommy. Yeah. Yeah. Is and that really basically the commercial? I don't remember so, what it... Okay, and then the Daddy says... Oh, that's right. That's right. The Daddy puts another Cheerio over that's in right. the line and says, and says that's and right. this is going to be another Cheerio for a little brother. You're going to be a big sister. And, and she's like... <gasps> And then, and then, and then uh, he kind of he, he kind of <laughs> said, "Is that okay?" And she said, "Yes, uh, but I also she, get a puppy." And then she pulled another cherry over, yeah, cherry says, over, and, put and, it she goes, and this is for the, our, our puppy. puppy. <laughs> and the dad agrees, but the mom's standing behind her and gives you that same look that you give. <laughs> When when I want to get another pet and you're like no or a new iPad or right something. so like she has that you know they roll their, the it's the that, roll your it's eyes the hairy eyeball for yeah mom like. yeah and and that was the end of the commercial it was great yeah, that it was, was really that good was a good commercial I think that was my second favorite yeah. next to the puppies and the horses and I actually like the puppy and the horse one too that was pretty good yeah but I think the commercials that I liked the least were probably the some of them were okay but. All the car ones. There was one there for was Transformers. One that you that was liked. Cool. There was one that you liked, but for the most part, Which I'm not really into the car commercials. Which commercial was that? The car a- one. Any of the car commercials. I just, How do you know if I liked it or not? I don't understand. I remember you saying that you there was one of the cars you wanted to buy after you saw the commercial. Oh, that's because it had Facebook and a bunch of other stuff in the dashboard. I think that would be dangerous. Whatever. Because you'd be like tempted okay. to read whatever. Facebook while you're whatever driving. Whatever texting lady when you drive, which is against I the law. I don't do that very often. Yeah, well, it's bad. Yeah, I, sometimes. I really don't want to have. Well, sometimes she'll text me and I, don't I usually. Call. Okay, like, so go we have to tell like you about some, 1K or we something. Have to, we do have to tell you about something that happened this week. Though. Oh, yes. It was Thursday. No, it was Tuesday because I was, had the day off. It was Tuesday, and I told my wife, why don't you stay home on your day off? But no, she doesn't listen to me. She wants to go and go swimming at the Y and meet With her mom. mom. Blah, blah, blah. So she's on her way home. and I, I was going to meet my mom, actually, at Safeway, Safeway to pick up some things that you needed for our something. Super Bowl snacks. Yes, you needed water chestnuts, and it was our daughter's Mm. birthday. Yeah. And so we were going to get some things for that, too. Her birthday was on Thursday. Yeah. But this was Tuesday. So I get this frantic phone call. I'm in the middle of working on on the the history project Mm -hmm. for for this group. And I get this desperate call. She's saying, Rick, I really need your help. And I'm like, what? And you couldn't. You're, like, all flustered and everything. Well, anyway, long story short, you're driving down... Headed to Safeway to meet my mom. On a one-way, two-lane street. Mm -hmm. I'm in the right lane. She's in the right lane. And a lady in an SUV 
decides she wants to be exactly where I am. And in she the right drives lane. right into the side of the PT Cruiser. Yeah. Right into my door. Crunch. Yeah, the driver's door. And made it so Amy couldn't even get out of the car. I'm glad you didn't get hurt, though. Yeah. I, you know, it's. My wrist was a little sore. I kind of felt like a little bruise on my hip. But compared to what could have happened, I was able to kind of maintain control of the car. And there weren't any cars on the side of the road. And then you called the police. And then I called the insurance company. And then we got the ball rolling. And we'll find out next week what's going to happen. But now we have to get our car fixed. But apart from my car looking not real great. It actually runs. It does run. And as long as I don't make a too tight of a left-handed turn. Yeah, I saw that today. I got to experience what it was like. Yeah, if you that. turn too sharply, the inside it goes, mud flap got. got. <laughs> how, how is that again? It grinds. Oh. I'm not gonna make this sound. All right. But they we took it to Les Schwab to make sure it was safe to drive on the highway. Les Schwab home. is a tire store for those of you that don't know. Um, and they said, well, yeah, it's just rubbing against the kind of the plastic mud flap liner. kind. Not going to hurt your tire. It shouldn't make your tire pop. And, you know, most of the highway you're going straight and not making sharp left hand turns. So So we'll find out this week. She had this. We have Geico insurance. And so does the person who hit us. So now we have to figure out uh, they're going to let us know this week how it's all going to pan out. Just pray that they get a hold of her. They hadn't been able to get a hold of her yet and they can't move forward until they talk to her right they have to get her side of the story let's you know hope it's not like the brady bunch episode (laughs) where she says something that didn't happen yeah well she she said what happened and then the guy shows up to court in a neck brace and says that that uh it was her fault well, anyway, she and told... And then Mike throws the briefcase over the top of the thing, and then the guy turns his head, and the judge realizes that, he's that the guy is it. actually yeah, purged well, himself. Yeah, um, well, the lady did stop, and she did tell the police officer that she didn't see me, that I must have been in her blind spot, and she was sorry. And yeah. So she did stop, and I was mm. thankful for that. I'm sure it'll all work break. out. And thankfully, my car still runs. It, it's a little bit um, humbling to drive around in a, a beat-up. A, a crash derby car? Yeah, it kind of yeah. looks like... I, it does. Yeah, it doesn't look real great, but it runs. Crash derby. My my dad used to have a, a thing <laughs> that he always bought really... I mean, they weren't totally janky cars, but they were definitely on the low end of the marketable value of the cars. This was the newest car we've ever owned. Yeah, but my dad, he, I think and he never, he always paid cash for his cars and never spent more than $2,000 on a car. They and usually they had like. about 75,000 miles or more on them before he bought them. Mm-hmm. And so he always bought older cars, and he says they don't have to run well; they just have to run. And he's he would be like, you know, you don't need to buy a fancy car because one like this keeps me humble. <laughs> so I it reminded me of that when I was driving around in my beat up car. <laughs> Because I'm going, well, Dad, I guess this is keeping me humble. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to win any safe. popularity cla- um, contest with my crash I'm gl- derby I'm glad car. you were safe. Yeah. And, and then, then and then it was our daughter's birthday, birthday on Thursday. 18 years old. And so we, you planned a surprise party for her with her yeah, friends. And her so friends. we went bowling. Yeah. So we had some. I haven't been bowling in years. She and, and I got 113 was, on my score. This was really funny because I'm so good. She didn't want to have a party this year, and usually she's the one that starts planning her birthday party before Christmas, and it's over a month after Christmas. She's like Miss Party Girl, yeah. like since she's a little girl, she loves parties. But yeah. this year, like, I don't really want a party this year. I just maybe let's go out to sushi and go bowling as a family. And so it worked out really well because her friends were and were all able to meet us at the bowling alley. And, and then we went bowling and had a great time. Before us. And they even had a little room there that they, I, I get, um, brought decorations to her friend's house and they had it all decorated so I had, for yeah, her. And we made cupcakes and. Yeah. So, and it, I think, you know, there was a saying. On one of my favorite shows, um, Christy, I, I loved that 
show that was made for TV a while back. I'd read the book years ago, but um, the one of the main characters was a, a Quaker missionary, and she had had a, a daughter, raised her daughter, and she said, you know, one of my goals was to have a little bit of happiness tucked in my child's coat when they left home, you know, so that they had a happy childhood to take with them, basically. And um, that evening, Thursday evening, after we got back from bowling and brought in her presents and, you know, Rick had got her some flowers and we were just sitting around talking. I'll get her a rose for every year. But pretty soon we're going to have to maybe stop that tradition because we'll since go she broke. Was little, <laughs> since she was little. Yeah. So, so. she got... She got 18 roses, 18 but actually roses. there were 19 in there on accident. Yeah, but then she took one and put it in her VW vase, so she was thrilled about that. In her car. In her car. Um, But when we were sitting around visiting in the evening after we got back, she, she said, you know, I'm not going to cry, but I just want you to know that this is one of the best days of my life. Aww. <laughs> and I'm going, aww. So, you know got a little bit of happiness tucked in her jacket as she goes off to adulthood mm. so <laughs> and then you guys went down to portland yeah, on saturday because that was what she kind of wanted to do for her present she wanted us just to give her some money because she and then she i got this frantic shop. phone call from her asking if she could pierce her nose <laughs> i was wondering if you're gonna okay you're 18 that. you can do whatever you want now so why ask me but she did well she asked both of us. She called me first, and I said, you know, to me... Why on the earth would you want somebody to stab a needle through your nose? It To me, it's not something I would do, but you're 18, and you have to start making your own decisions. But I, since you're still living at home, I think it would be a good idea to just double-check well, At least it wasn't dad. a walrus tattoo. Yeah. So I said, well, why don't you double-check with Dad and make sure that's not going to cause a problem with him. So she called called Rick, and... And um, I did end up walking clear across the mall with my girlfriends because we had, like, some older, my, my age people went, and then Catherine and her friends went, and we just made a day of it in Portland. Great, fun, awesome time. So, but we walked clear across the mall because I kind of felt like I needed to be there. You know, I, I was there when she got her ears pierced when she was six and i kind of felt like i needed to be there sure it's kind of a mom thing it was at a tattoo parlor it was very clean though and you know it made me feel better and i saw them you know like spray things down with bleach water and put plastic wrap and you know this papers down that you know those just to catch sterile all the papers blood. everything was in like sterile wrapping mm. the, and so it was and the guy put gloves on and everything so but i was like I wanted to, even though, maybe it's a mom thing, we want to kind of control things just a little bit. Even though they're, you know, going into adulthoods, we kind of like a little bit of influence still. Because, you know, I maybe this is just me. This is my generation. But I really didn't want her to have, like, a big honking ring on there or something that distorted her face and be weird. So she was picking out the, the nose ring and... I said, you know, how about they had a one that was just a little clear rhinestone or diamond looking one. And I I, I said, Catherine, you know, because they said you have to leave it in for two to nine months for it to heal because it takes anywhere between that time. You can't take it out. I said, I think that little, you know, diamond looking one would be the most classy. And and, you know, it's a, just a really little tiny one, because if it has to be in there that long, that would go with everything, you know. <laughs> and um, one of her friends was wanting her to have like a metal ball on there, and maybe that would have been okay. But you know, I just my generation, just I would have been more comfortable with, and it and it doesn't look bad. I mean, you have to kind of look <coughs> close to see it. It's just a little tiny kind of diamond in the corner of her nose. So. But, yeah, I would definitely not have done that. And, and I always wondered, when you get your nose pierced, if you have to blow your nose and you don't have your earring or your nose ring in, does it squirt out the side of your nose? I don't know. But but the ironic thing was, is she, <laughs> she was coming down with a cold when she got it pierced. And now she can't blow her nose. And now she has a full-blown cold, and it's like... 
She can't blow her nose. I think you better stop now before you get in trouble. (laughs) It's like her first really adult decision. And, oh, I, I think she might be regretting it now just a little bit. Even though I have to say it is cute. It's not like awful looking or anything yeah because most people have awful looking nose rings well when we were in the mall i think part of the reason why i wanted to go down to see her is they had some people walking by that had like the bull ring kind of ones they they weren't just in the little side of your nose but they were in the cartilage part of your nose the middle part like right above your lips sure and i'm going I need to go and see what she's doing. <laughs> yeah. My dad had mentioned, though, he, he had a bull ring over by his um, little mail slot thing that he had by his chair. And he said, I'm saving this for when you get married so you can put it in your husband's nose and lead him along. <laughs> Great. I don't think he realized that. There are people walking around the cities all the time now with well, he like wouldn't, bull he, rings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The new one of the newest pads that I've seen on Facebook is where they get this clear, clear thing in underneath mm. their lower lip, and it, and so you can see their bottom teeth. And at first, I didn't realize that there's actually a, a clear glass thing there or plastic thing there. I thought, how would that work? Wouldn't if you took a drink of something? Wouldn't it just run down through? And someone explained that there's actually like, like a glass or or plastic clear there. But it, yeah, I don't know why someone want to do that. But to each his own. <laughs> I'm sounding really old now, aren't I? <laughs> no, I'm not going to say. But, yeah, everyone has different ideas of what's attractive. and Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But Catherine's nose is cute, I have to say. It, it turned out nice. And as long as just pray that it doesn't get infected or anything weird. They yeah. said not to traumatize it, to clean it with salt water, saline solution twice a day. and. Gross. Kind of interesting. So, so I, got, I got two videos done this week. Yeah, you did one for the YMCA and you finished the, the Yeah, our local video. YMCA is having me do a series of, uh, what do you call it, uh, a campaign called, mm-hmm. um, what is it called? It's like, it's more than kind of thing. Yeah. Like it's not just a gym, but it's more like a family. It's more like a community or something was it so much more so much more maybe something like that so much more than a gym well they don't say gym yeah but uh the first one was a i interviewed an 82 well i didn't interview him i filmed it and then i edited it together an 82 mm-hmm. year old man that uh works out every day down there at the y mm-hmm. and i don't know who the next one is and he's but... like really healthy and has lots of energy yeah. and yeah he's a good promotional person for I did that and then I did um, got a music video done for a client she was very happy uh, with it a bunch of other things I got done which was great Mm -hmm. an album cover done and a CD cover done and uh, and I also got another history song written I've got a lot more to do with those so I'm busy on that yeah this week hopefully I'm going to get those wrapped up Mm -hmm. which would be good but my song this week was a song all about the 13 colonies mm-hmm. that turned into the first 13 states. Yeah. And uh, it came out good. You want to hear it? You want to hear part of it? Well, you probably can't show very much of it, but maybe you can show just a tiny bit. Sure. Here's what it sounds like. England's colonies were the beginning of our great country. United States from north to south, there were only just 13. They were New Hampshire, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, and New York. Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Connecticut, and Delaware. Maryland, Virginia, North and South Carolina. 
Georgia. What do you think? England's colonies yeah, were so, uh, the beginning. I wish I would have had these things when I was a little kid. I might have actually passed all those classes. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. I learned that way. I, I can like, tell you what all the 13 states are now. I like the one that you did about Christopher Columbus. Uh, you did like that one. Yeah, I like that one a lot. The Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria. The Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria. Yeah. He claimed the country for, or claimed the something for God and country. Naming it San Salvador. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, that's the fun things I get to do in my job. Yeah. It's good, good, um, good stuff. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. And at least I have work, so that's good. Uh, yes. So now I get to master some tracks and uh, this next week. And I did a bunch of scripts for a medical company last week, too. Mm-hmm. I had to do one where I sent it off to my friend Al Kessel, uh-huh. and he had to proof read and listen to the voiceovers so that I did them word for word because lawyers wrote it. Yeah, well, it was for like, yeah, it was. You don't can't tell, say what it is. Legal stuff. Of you some can't sort. say what it is. Okay. All I, all all I can say is that uh, we had I had to send it and um, I was able to um, hire Al to listen to it and then proofread it for me. Or proof listen to it for me. Mm-hmm. And he found mistakes, so I had to go back and fix them. Yeah. Thank you, Al. Yeah. Well, you know, it's easy to do. I, I've just done a little bit of voiceover work, um, kind of subcontracted by you. You're, <laughs> when you you're needed, on some medical video games. When you needed, uh, needed a female voice. You're Ms. Smith. Yeah. I have a couple different characters I did. Give uh, them a Ms. Ms. Smith voice. <laughs> Which one was that? Was that the southern one? That is. Okay. Well, you know, it's just kind of talking a little bit redneck and, yeah, a little bit of a draw. That's but, right. Um, That's right. But it's really easy. I just talk like this. Hi there. Hi there, nice nurse. Okay. You take my temperature? <laughs> well, what's hard is I noticed that I use a lot of contractions and stuff, and a lot of it was written very formal. Yeah. And so I'll mess up. Not and like I'll people say, talk. Yeah. Yeah. I'll say I'm, and it's supposed to be I am. I am. Like data. Yeah. yeah. Except for if you listen really close, sometimes he messes up and uses a contraction. He does every once in a while. Or it's really lore. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yes, I know way too much about Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Okay. On the way to church today, besides the fact that I was having some hormonal issues, which we don't want to talk about, I was having no. a bad morning. Bad. But um, you were talking about. I'm going to be on a show coming up. Coming up, and you're talking about your favorite Star Trek songs. They I'm... asked me to be on a show where I, um, I tell them my five favorite Star Trek pieces of music. And I'm going. Really, and, and so and I'm why? going through my head, and I was kind of grumpy this morning, but I was going through my head thinking about, when I think about music, I think about, you know, like when people are singing and performing, and so I was thinking, well, you know, Data sang at, that, at the wedding. Um, blue skies yeah. shining on me, and so was, nothing but blue skies do I see. And then Riker played in the holodot holodeck episode where he played trombone played dixieland jazz or whatever no Um, no it wasn't dixieland because he can't dance to dixieland yeah so uh you know so i was going through my head trying to think of different songs but you you had (laughs) i remember episodes plots and i remember the storylines and the characters but i don't really think about music beds but that's what you do I mean, you're a musician, and you do music beds, and you do... Let's just say this. Commercials, movies, TV shows would be boring without music. That is true. How many... You just don't even realize it. I probably... I don't watch this show very much anymore. Downton Abbey that you like so much? Oh, beautiful music. Well, whatever. But it's massive music on it. And one of my other favorite shows from a long time ago, um, years like back in the 80s, was Man from Snowy River. And they had beautiful classical music, and it was gorgeous, and yeah. I love that. So music does make a big difference, but I don't usually think about 
oh, what's that one called? You know, and so. Oh, I didn't know the names. I just told them what my five favorites were and. Like what episode or what movie they were from? Well, like the main theme from the motion picture. Which that was one of the most boring movies ever. It's not that bad. And you had two soundtracks because you said there was a Klingon the Klingon theme, theme within it, yes, too, which and was there very was good. The regular theme, and I'm going, oh, really? Okay. You had several different. The Inner Light. Which I do like the music in the Inner Light. So for this, really isn't a Star Trek podcast. Oh, one of our listeners sent you a gift this week. I know. You need to my, ta- say about that. My friend Pete. I okay, so that wasn't Star Trek; it's Star Wars. But I went so to the cool. mailbox to get the mail, uh-huh. and I got the mail, and there was a package. And I looked at it, I thought I didn't order anything. I mean, I've ordered bunches of different things lately, but not. Mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting anything, so I I just figured, oh, it's probably one of a cable or something that I ordered for the studio or whatever. And so I didn't really look in it at first. So uh-huh. I got it into the house, and I just opened the mail, and I went, oh, I got a package. I forgot. So I open it up, and in it is a Darth Vader apron, the one I wanted off of Think Geek. Oh, you and I'm love like, Think Geek. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what what is this? Who got this? And I thought, well, Amy, that was sweet of you. Sorry. And then I pulled a little card out, and it was from my friend Pete, who just had to pick it up for me. Now, your love language is you like And I was gifts. pretty excited. You like, your love language is, I wore it is today. like gifts. You did. And you didn't even say anything. I brought you back an early Valentine's present. And it is very cute, but uh, you have to see it to understand what it is. Okay, well, I... I was mad at you, though. Because I was gone all day. Whatever. I think you were mad because I got home midnight. I was all alone all All day. day. I don't do that very often. It was for Catherine's birthday. Mm -hmm. But um, my... One of my best friend's sister lives in the Portland area, so she kind of took us on a guided tour of all these little quirky shops, mm-hmm. little quaint different shops and, and bookstores. They have these like used secondhand bookstores that are really fun. Yeah. And we went to a vegan bakery that has, it's dairy-free and gluten-free and... Um, really. Basically, sticks with like no, mud on them. No, it was fabulous. I oh, had okay. my first cinnamon roll in months because it was uh, gluten free. This is why you like the trip so much. Oh yes, yes. I hadn't had a cinnamon roll. In they a make very it out of bark. Time. No, it was delicious. It was gluten free flour, probably rice flour or something, and and it was very cinnamony and yummy. Cinnamony, cinnamony. I can't and, say that. Cinnamony. And I had some English breakfast tea with it. Like a sea anemone really good except so, cinnamony but anyway we went to this little store i can't remember the name of the store but it was it had something presence presence of mind presence of mind or something or and it odd had, presence it had you know little gifts and little quirky things and, <coughs> and on this one shelf i looked at it and i go oh, rick would love this it is pretty funny and so Someday, I'm hoping we'll have grandchildren. that we'll have grandchildren. Yeah. And when you have grandchildren, you have to have books, right? Right, and, that you can And read as to grandparents, it's, we're part of that first teaching team to teach them values and to teach them, you know, just... Right and left. Right and, and big left and little. And big and little, and, and black and white, right. and their colors and shapes. So what and, this is, is a Star Trek book. Mm-hmm. With pictures from the original the Star classic, Trek cast, classic, series. and and it says like hot and cold, but it's like I've got a picture of Sulu freezing to death on the planet for cold, uh-huh. and then hot. What is the hot one? I can't I, remember. I can't one. remember. And then there's furry and scaly. It's like a snow monster, kind of abominable it's snowman. It's not a snow okay. monster. Okay, what was that one? It's called a mogato. Okay. And then it had the Gorn from the the, the, you, the at least scaly you knew what the, Gorn, the captain, was. yeah. Yes, I remember captain that. Captain Gorn. And it had. And that like, was scaly, and then another one was furry. And it had like big and small. It mm-hmm. had that that the little man, the little person who was, was in the ship. Yeah, it was one of the characters. I think he was a, kind of a little imp character. But when they saw him on the screen, he was the big ugly thing. Okay. 
But anyway, it goes And then to... it had, no, and then the other one was the guy that played Lurch, who was uh, Rock. Who and could, he was really tall. Captain Kirk! Okay. Yeah, that guy. But, so it goes, the ancient ones. It goes through teaching these basic concepts that all preschoolers but with things, or toddlers like, need to know. They had one like happy and then um, excited, and, uh, and it was Kirk with it, you know his big expressions and everything. Oh, it was know. like serious and excited, and it was right. Spock being very calm. Oh, it was calm, calm and excited, and, excited, and Spock right. was very calm. Right. And then in the and next then, page is Kirk going. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, but anyway, to to it's a great book. To, I've never seen it before. And on top of it, it's like a cardboard book. Yeah, it's so, really it's really so hard. That you so can that have like one year olds playing with it. They and could not like destroy teeth, it. They yeah. could teeth on it and it wouldn't be. We a big we deal. had several cardboard books that here teeth on Captain. Kirk. We've saved to read. Like we had the Good Night Moon book that I've saved. This to is read called to a our, planet killer. Our grandbabies. Here's a phaser. Yeah, no, I don't think it has anything about killing in it. It's made for children. My but favorite, it's really though, funny. my favorite was the one with Uhura and and Kirk. Remember the episode where uh, they're being forced to love each other? Oh yeah, on the on the uh, the it planet. Was, so there's like one that says apart, <laughs> and, and they're like they're like a few feet apart, right? And then it, together, and they're like. All snuggly. They're and... just about ready to kiss. Yeah. <laughs> it was the very first interracial kiss which, on television. Which was scandalous at the time. Yeah. Again, you know, you're in my generation. Don't think anything about it. At no. least where we live up here in the Northwest. It's yeah. like I I worked for an interracial couple while we, we were in college and took care of their kids. I was their nanny. Yeah. And to me, it was like, hey, they love each other. And we talked I've about never this. Never ever thought that that was a. We bad talked thing. about this last week, I think. I don't know. I'm not sure, but I said, you know what? We just need to get rid of this whole concept of race. There's only one race: the human race. No, there's Romulans and Vulcans and stuff. <laughs> I'm talking about the human race. Well, I'm talking about but on there's Earth. Other things like Vulcans on and... Earth, not fiction. But in reality, there's. Hey, there might be other life. Somewhere. Well, there's maybe angelic beings. True. Or demonic beings, yeah. But I'm talking about. Do you think there's life on other planets? Is there life on other planets? I think that's a song that you played. And if there's life on other planets, yeah. Well, I'm sure that something (laughs) no, because he's been there already, and he died to save their soul. He's an unidentified flying object. object. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy, but. So but thanks yeah. for the book. It was nice. Yeah, it's kind it's of a, I still have a card for you that I'll give you on Valentine's Day. And, and I'm then sure I woke I up early this morning. Chocolate. She cut my hair. I did. I cut your and hair. And I cut my beard. And now I'm a trimmed boy. You're looking a lot less scary. Shaggy. You were looking rather. Um, Zoinks. You were looking rather shaggy there. Yeah, that's true. Should have got me some Scooby snacks. That's for the dog, not Shaggy. Right? He likes them too, though. Does Shaggy eat? Yes, Scooby of snacks? course he does. They're really yummy. Really? Yeah. Yeah, you found out this week that some dog treats have sugar in them. <laughs> You're really scraping the bottom <laughs> of the. This is yeah, so useless we, facts. Okay, we don't have a very thrilling episode this week, but I have to tell you, at Catherine's birthday party, mm. um, I got to talk with a couple that just got back from the Philippines. And I don't even know if I've really talked to Rick about this much, but within a couple weeks, once they've kind of gotten assimilated back, assimilated back into our time, um, we're, we're going to have them over for dinner and have them on our podcast because oh, cool. they have some interesting stories. We've heard just a few, but they had already scheduled a trip to go to the Philippines to continue um, medical the, the medical training. Mm-hmm. Um, they're both doctors. They're bo- no. Or nurses. They're both registered nurses, right. but um, Tara, the wife, um, is wanting was wanting to get more experience as a midwife. She's going to a training school for midwifery. Well, they'd already s- scheduled this trip to go do that. Well. In between the time they scheduled it and between and before they got there, they had that horrible hurricane 
awful storm. Yeah. And so we're going to hear about some of their adventures. Um, it was pretty wild. I, I know Nick, who's who's worked as an emergency room nurse here on our harbor, um, he was <laughs> driving around the Philippines in an ambulance, not knowing where he was going, <laughs> but because they needed a driver. And, and he was, they had these tents set up and there's mud and bacteria everywhere. And he was cleaning wounds and, you know, trying to, to and he goes, well, he's pouring like alcohol on the wounds and bandaging them and stuff. And he goes, there's a good chance this is going to get infected because, <laughs> I mean, it wasn't like, you know, they were walking, you bandage up a foot, but then they have to walk through the mud and, right. but, you know, I'm sure that, 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 that treatment was better than no treatment. And, you know, so we're going to have lots of really interesting <laughs> stories from them. Sounds like it. We've known them since before <coughs> Catherine was born. I know that I, it was the first time I remember meeting them. So yeah. they've been married about 19 years, and we've known them since either since they were newlyweds or before that. So, um, yeah, it's going to be a fun podcast or two. Depends on how long we talk. We might have sure. to break it up sure, into it could a couple. Be a lot of fun. But I think a lot of people will be interested. I know some of our listeners have family in the Philippines mm -hmm. or um, have recently been there, but before all the devastation so sure um yeah kind of find out what god's doing there and um i know they were talking about um just how much faith they saw everywhere that there's a lot of people that love god in that area and it, they were determined to make it through even though it, it was a pretty devastating storm yeah so, yeah, that's looking forward, and hopefully we'll come up with some other ideas for podcasts, too. Again, if you have any, um, we're always open to suggestions, and we try to incorporate ideas you have. Yeah. Yeah. So, if you want to get a hold of us. Are we done? I guess so. Wow. If you want to get a hold of us, you can get a hold of us at rick at takingwithyou.com. She's pointing at me. I don't or know why. Or amy at takingwithyou.com. I just pointed to myself. Okay. Or get a hold of us at facebook.com forward slash rick. We're still waiting for people to, to write in about the $10 challenge. Um, Daniel, our friend Daniel, told uh -huh. me he had a really cool experience and wasn't quite what he thought it was going to be, mm -hmm. but he never told me what it was. Yeah. So we were. Well, did anybody do it? Did anybody take the $10 challenge? Hmm. Nobody's answering. Yeah. Let us know if you did and what you felt like and what happened. Yeah. We'd love to hear about it. Mm -hmm. We'd like to do a whole show on that. If if yeah, maybe if a couple people a, did. A it. few few people. We maybe need to put it on Facebook again because it seems like we get a, a lot more yeah. response when people see it written out and because it kind of goes through the podcast. And but we're so famous, it. it should just. <laughs> yeah. God bless. Them. <laughs> Thinking <laughs> we're famous, but Thank um. You. Yeah, but anyway, we'd love to hear from you. So please contact us and we'd let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. yeah. Anything else you wanted to say, dear? Um, go Seahawks. Yeah, they already went to the Super Bowl. <laughs> I thought to the bathroom. No, they went to the Super Bowl. All right. Anyway, very inspirational team. If you take the time to Google some of their stories, pretty neat guys. All right. I mean... That's I mean, good. That's good. Just people, but That's good. yeah. That's good. Yeah. So. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Sorry, we didn't have anything more exciting to talk about, but we just rambled for a whole hour about what we were doing. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what am I going to call it? The rambling show this week? Sure. Ramble on. <laughs> ramble on. Seahawks and other rambling. <laughs> uh -huh. So uh, thanks everybody for joining yeah. us. Do you want to say a prayer for people? Well, I always pray for people. I ask. I forgot to ask tonight. I guess I should put it on Facebook. I thought you already I did. did. I thought mm. I saw you. Oh, ask. I did. I, I did. I did. Yeah. I did. So, so you couldn't pray for thing. the Super Bowl, though. That's another thing is, you know, if you have prayer requests, you can message us. You know, yeah. not that our prayers are any better than your prayers, but sometimes it's nice to have knowing no people that are agreeing with you and and praying alongside of you. Matter of fact, it was really funny at church today. 
there was uh, a young mom who they had been married for several years and and were told they weren't able to have children and they've been praying for years and were disappointed and they have a, a four-month-old baby and the baby's not sleeping very well and so she's kind of tired and and um so I said, well, you know, after you have three or four something, and she goes, she looks at me with big eyes, and I go, well, you might not be ready for that yet, but I be watchful, beware, because you prayed a long time for that one, and there might be some extra prayers floating around there. <laughs> You're cute. <laughs> so. uh, we will, pr- yeah, just send us your prayer request, and we'll pray for you. But uh, thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. Have a great uh, week, everybody. We'll see you next time. Yes. This has been a Moyer Multimedia LLC production, copyright 2014. All rights reserved. Bye, everybody. Happy February. (laughs) 